2-1. Okay, let's move on. And Dr. Cole, um, more and more talk about baseball, and uh, it's very interesting uh, that you guys have a, um, a hand in this as well. Uh, we're going to bring on Dr. Kathy Weber, primary care sports medicine specialist at Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, one of your partners who works with you with the Bulls and White Sox and DePaul University. And you both also work, I understand, with the Chicago Dogs Independent Baseball League. And they're talking about trying to uh, begin uh, a shortened spring training as early as July 5th. You've been the head team physician for the last three years for the Chicago Dogs based out of Rosemont. They've got a beautiful stadium, uh, a lot of fun at those games. But tell us a little bit, Dr. Cole, and then we'll bring on Dr. Kathy Weber about the process to keep the players, the staff, safe and uh, everyone that might get involved with uh, bringing baseball back at that level. Steve, it's interesting because, you know, in the beginning of all this, there's no way we would have even discussed, uh, you know, sports, putting an athlete in the same presence uh, of another athlete and uh, let alone any of the economic burden that, uh, you know, the pandemic has imposed. Uh, as we've come to understand things, you saw how there's this evolution of, well, we seem to be in reasonable control of the medical system. We understand what the shortcomings are. We know what surges look like, at least to date. And then and we knew about supplies and so forth. And then we sort of evolve into the next phase is let's talk about the possibility of putting uh, athletes in the same place at the same time and how we can manage risk. Uh, uh, and actually, you know, consider doing competitive sports. So truth be told, uh, now that testing is uh, becoming a less contentious topic and it's a, it seems to be available, uh, and that has always been envisioned to be a part of the process, uh, and not just single testing, but to do repeat testing and then basically sort of being able to kind of isolate people so that they're, they have a low risk of exposure. So with independent baseball, uh, there's six of the 12 teams uh, locally that are going to uh, uh, are planning on starting uh, uh, at July 5th or so. They're going to do an abbreviated spring training. We're doing the uh, physicals uh, this coming Wednesday. Uh, there's about uh, 25 to 30 players uh, for the Chicago Dogs, and uh, the plan will be to test them, to have them in uh, relative uh, isolation, to retest them. Uh, and the same will happen with the staff. And then there, because Illinois still has an executive order to limit the number of people in any single location, they're going to play their games, considered home and away games, all at once, basically, in Milwaukee uh, for the uh, comparable team in Milwaukee. And I think there's six teams that have agreed to do it. Um, and they will play a 60 series, uh, a game of a series of 60 games between July and September. That's the plan anyway. And they have a very uh, stringent protocol in place. And amazingly, they're even contemplating the possibility of uh, having fans, uh, where fans would be uh, have their temperature checks at the gate. They'd be wearing masks. They would be seating them uh, in a, a socially responsible way in terms of social distancing. And it would be outside, obviously. So uh, it's a pretty uh, 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 well laid out plan uh, that um, I think is fairly innovative. Um, obviously, this is uncharted territory. We've only seen some European sports take off now to do this. So it's they will hopefully be they'll be looked at very carefully as a, as hopefully a responsible model uh, to keep people safe yet provide you know the opportunity to watch sports. Wow, and a lot of this falls in the hands of Dr. Kathy Weber, again, one of your partners at Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, who's our guest this morning, primary care sports specialist and uh, Dr. Weber thanks for joining us on Sports Medicine Weekly um, what kind of challenges uh, does this present pretty, pretty un unprecedented correct uh, yes I mean hopefully we'll never see this again in our lifetime 
Absolutely. And, and Dr. Weber, when did they start talking about this, about what, you know, with the Chicago Dogs? I know you've been talking with the, the White Sox, obviously, you and Dr. Cole and uh, Dr. Nick Verma, the head team physician for Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, uh, handling the White Sox. But, you know, uh, regarding baseball, um, is this just a constant everyday discussion uh, with the teams of, of how to move forward uh, once they, they get the nod to, uh, to play again? Um, you know, it's this has been a process um, it, it really ever since the start of the uh, pandemic and when spring training was ended. Um, so, you know, there's been um, lots of discussions, lots, lots of conference calls, um, including, you know, Major League Baseball team physicians, trainers, uh, infectious disease experts, um, looking at the, the, you know, the problem at hand and, and how do we, you know, best address it because ultimately we want, we want to have the safety of all our staff and um, players um, if and, you know, when uh, baseball gets started. Kathy, I laid out some uh, things that the Chicago Dogs are doing, and I know you have not been involved uh, directly with that, but uh, is it uh, suffice it to say they are uh, well ahead and well uh, much more public about it than Major League Baseball has been? You know, I think that, um, you know, it's, it's been an evolving conversation uh, with uh, Major League Baseball and the Players Association and, you know, team physicians, trainers, et cetera. Um, you know, I mean, I can tell you that there's been, you know, mil, you know, lots of hours put into the whole process. Um, they have been, uh, I think, less vocal about the process. Um, um, but I think that behind the scenes, appropriate actions are being taken. And um, with, again, ultimately, you know, uh, starting with a successful, uh, safe uh, program for all that are involved. Sort of generically speaking, would you agree that testing is no matter what we do with professional sports that it will rely it will really rely upon you know in the absence of treatment <clears throat> the absence of herd immunity the absence of a vaccine we're really you and I are really going to depend upon the ability to test liberally and at the same time keep people you know out of harm's way to get uh, potentially sort of uh, having, having viral transmission from one person to the other but really the crux of this is testing is that fair to say? I, you know, I would agree that uh, testing is uh, definitely uh, going to be a big part of uh, uh, the um, monitoring and also, uh, you know, looking at the safety factors. Um, but, you know, all the other things that are important, too, is, you know, the, the responsibility of players and staff and trying to do, you know, the appropriate things um, to keep themselves safe and their families. Um, so it's, you know, it's a combination of, uh, yes, testing is going to be, uh, you know, a very important part of this, but it's also going to be, you know, an important part of the responsibility of player and staff to make sure that they're, you know, doing all the proper um, uh, safety precautions that are necessary and put into place uh, during this process. Yeah, I mean, having read a number of the different protocols from different organizations, it's 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 going to be no small task. I mean, even from a psychological perspective, what people have to do to remain safe, you know, and then the the trust factor, uh, and even the isolation aspect, it's not trivial. I mean, our athletes are young and um, have you know variable uh, systems around them, and uh, like everyone, and um, I think that's going to be an interesting side of it is how the psychological impact of what it's going to take to actually play the sport. I know that people sometimes are not sympathetic to that because of the money that's involved, but I think people have to remember that they're, these are young people. They're the age of a lot of our, our kids, actually, 
and there's a lot that's going to be asked of people in, in addition to the coaching staff some of whom are at risk and and the, the, the training staff and you and me and everyone else. I think there's a lot that goes on that the public you know, yet doesn't know that's not, and, and there's a lot that we don't know. Uh, so uh, this just continues to be an evolving discussion for sure. Right. I mean, I definitely agree. I mean, there, the behind-the-scenes um, conversations, time and effort that everyone has put into uh, trying to lay out a plan that we think is going to be effective uh, has been enormous. And the, the public doesn't realize, you know, that this isn't a simple uh, few conversations. It's it's taken a lot to get to the point that we're at. Um, and it is going to be, you know, everybody's going to be a part of it. And everybody's going to have to, have, you know, have a, a sense of their own self-responsibility uh, and, and really respect others while we go through this process. And the public needs to be aware that they are there is going to be some uh, challenges um, uh, going forward for players and you know, you know, I think a lot of people are concerned in general in the public about the coronavirus, but, uh, you know, athletes um, getting back to their sport, there's got to be a little bit of anxiety about that. But ultimately, you know, with the plans that have been put in place, you know, we want everybody to feel comfortable and feel that, that, that you know, everything that's possibly could be done is being done and really trying to, again, look after the safety and health of um, all of our uh, players, staff, and you know, and, and even fans. We want everybody to be healthy through this process. We're visiting with Dr. Kathy Weber, primary care sports medicine specialist of Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, along with Dr. Brian Cole. I'm Steve Cashel. We're talking about the Chicago Dogs Independent Baseball League and possibly uh, getting together as early as uh, July 5th uh, up in Milwaukee to um, to play baseball again and go through a shortened spring training. Dr. Weber, I wanted to ask you, uh, kind of in your role now, um, we've been through COVID now for a number of months. Uh, take the listeners through a, a typical testing process. Has that changed at all uh, in, in the past number of months? Well, I mean, it has changed um, because, one, we have more tests available. So in the early days of, of uh, the uh, uh, COVID, um, you know, testing was not uh, easily available, and so um, people were not being tested, even if they we thought that they had it because there just weren't enough tests. We would quarantine people and assume that they had it. Now, with um, the more uh, readily available uh, uh, testing, that clearly has uh, kind of changed the game and allowed um, you know, people to be tested uh, quicker. There's been a lot of research in uh, looking at uh, you know, antibody testing. Um, the saliva testing um, studies going on now. So there's been a lot of um, progress in the science of, um, of testing, which is you know, going to help the community as a whole. Um, it definitely will help with uh, testing athletes, et cetera. Um, but, you know, the, the reality is, you know, um, the testing uh, will need to be monitored probably on a fairly common uh, schedule. Uh, to make sure because as you and I know that you can get tested one day and be negative and the next day be positive. Um, and so uh, that's the hard part about, you know, that, that, that quarantine time or the time of exposure. Um, and so uh, testing is helpful. We have more uh, plentiful testing and testing sites. Um, and so the challenge of that has decreased, but there, you know, there's still the challenge of, you know, when, when do you test, how often do you test, you know, how do antibodies play into this and what tests are really uh, uh, reliable and valid and, and, you know, how many false negative tests. And so there's still a lot that we need to learn about testing, but 
see where we're at today from even, you know, three months ago is, you know, leaps and bounds. And, and, and as each day passes, we learn more. Um, but it, this is a, you know, a complicated virus and it's, uh, and it's, you know, it's obviously killed, you know, 120,000 people in this country. So uh, we have, we respect it. We respect the virus and we need to be sure that, that we're doing all that we can to, you know, protect the community as a whole, uh, not just professional baseball players, but uh, the, the whole community that, that we exist in. Well, we've been looking forward to baseball, and once again, um, a great announcement out of Rosemont uh, just last week, the American Association of Independent Professional Baseball providing an optimism for people wanting baseball to return. Uh, The league will begin play July 3rd uh, with a 60-game season, um, and it looks like the Chicago Dogs are going to utilize the Milwaukee Milkmen Stadium as their home ballpark until capacity restrictions for outdoor events have relaxed, allowing the Chicago Dogs to return to Impact Field in Rosemont. And again, they're talking about a season from July 3rd to September 10th with a championship series. And so um, it's going to be very, very interesting. Uh, the Dogs paired with uh, five other teams, all from the, the Midwest, and it uh, looks like professional baseball games uh, will be played on, on that level in the independent baseball league. So, Dr. Weber, thanks so much for, for joining us. Uh, great information. And uh, let's hope we get baseball back from, uh, from all levels, especially the major leagues uh, coming up soon. Thanks for having me and have a good day. Thank you. Dr. Kathy Weber, again, primary care sports medicine specialist, Midwest Orthopedics at Rush, and one of the team doctors for the Bulls, White Sox, and the Chicago Dogs minor league baseball team. I'm Steve Cashel with Dr. Brian Cole. Coming up next on Sports Medicine Weekly, our staple of the show, our Ask the Doctor segment. So stay with us. We'll tell you how you can get involved. Got some questions for Dr. Cole when we return. You're listening to Sports Medicine Weekly only on... 670, the score.